0: Well, hello everyone, Willie here from the ColecoVision's podcast. When I need to take a break from my ColecoVision and podcasting, I'd like to bust out my Super Nintendo, pop in Knights of the Round, and listen to Soul Blazers, the SNES podcast. It's so freaking super nendastic. Charlie, Charlie, oh, I play on ColecoVision. Twice as much as the old system. For the money, the company promises better pictures, sound, and adventure.
1: Now you're paying with power, super power. You're the king, I tell you! You're king! Only for Super NES. You're listening to the SNES podcast with your hosts, Soulblazer and George. Hello, everybody! Welcome to the Super NES podcast. This is episode number 69 for your listening pleasure. Uh, I am one of your ho- uh, hosts, Greg. This is your other host, George. Hi. And we're looking at a very interesting game this week. I hesitate to call it a game, but uh, there certainly is a lot of interesting things you can do with it, and it's keeping with our theme right now of, like, you know, doing interesting and offshoot, th- and, off-shoot and offbeat things I uh, hear in the podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking about a game which has already received a lot of attention and a lot of press over the years, but hell, what? But you. But yeah, you know, like one more podcast dedicated to is not going to hurt anything, right? So, <laughs> I hope not. Uh, we're looking at the classic Mario Paint like in this episode, uh, which is George's idea.
0: Yeah, it's uh, a good idea.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> I I messed around with this a little bit back in the day, with, like at a friend's house. I never actually owned it, but um, of course, like I think everybody's probably familiar with, like what Mario Paint is. But we will talk about it, uh, like in some depth uh, on on here. And George, will also, and George, we also talk about uh, uh, actually actually using the mouse uh, of uh, like this game because he actually has one. Uh, we've we've already talked about the mouse in some of the games released for it in past episodes, but this is, but George is actually going to give us a first hand report as to how the mouse operates, uh, like Visit Vista's game. So. Anyway, uh, Mario Paint is a, what's called a creation software these days. Uh, like a creation program, one of the first ones to really be introduced for a console. This was something that already had been existing, like uh, existing computers, uh, like for a while. For example, Electronic Arts' famous uh, pinball uh, uh, pinball construction set, uh, pinball construction set, which came up co- which came up various computers uh, like in the late 80s. But Mario Paint was really one of the first efforts to put kind of one of these creation software programs onto a home console. Um, obviously uh, the, the, uh, like obviously published by Nintendo. This was developed by r and d one uh, aka uh, Intelligent Systems, uh, one of the more like famous like internal branches uh, like of the company. Uh, the late great Gumpo Yukai uh, was the producer of this game, uh, like an to development. And it got released in July 92 July in Japan, August 92 in North America, and in December of 92 in Europe. So, uh, like, so pretty early in the Super Nintendo's lifestyle, still, like, you know, like, uh, as far as as far as the U.S. went, just exactly a year after its release, uh, the concert the concert release that is. So, um, and it came with a mouse, of uh, uh, included with it, um, as part of the cost. So it's like a bit more expensive. I, 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 I you, you like to buy out of the gate because of that. But the mouse got a fair amount of support. There's about 40 games that came out for it, roughly in North America, that supported the mouse. Um, so it wasn't. So it wasn't like the PlayStation mouse or Genesis mouse would have almost like no support for them at, like, at all. Uh, there were at least some games like at least for it uh, 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 that actually used it. Um, did you have an experience with Mario Paint before this podcast, George? Uh, had you I used did. it all? Okay, all right.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like some, some like th- at least five years ago or something like that. Uh,
1: there are three main parts to Mario Paint. Uh, there is the drawing, the, 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 the drawing program, the music program, um, and a mini game called Nat Attack. Uh, so we're gonna like look at like. Uh, pretty- so we're gonna like look at like all these parts. Um, the first thing I should say about this game is the title screen is very cool um, because there are a ton of uh, a ton of secrets like Easter eggs, uh, like my the title screen. Uh, if you, if like, you click on certain letters and certain and certain objects on the title screen, um, it does various things. Uh, for example, you can have alternative music, uh, change Mario's size, change title screen, hidden sounds. Um, actually, they like actually they have. Like, uh, like, actually, like, Hit Mario. Um, have a Living Undoing Dog. Uh, have a Secret Developer Song. Take the screen, view the credits. Uh, like, have the R-Walk. Have a cameo from Yoshi. Uh, so, all kinds of, like, you know, like, cool, neat things you can do on the title screen. Right, out the, like, so right off the gate, this game's really, like, you know, kind of setting the tone for... It's like being experimental, you really want to experiment with can experiment with this because they give you on um, both the on uh, both the paint and the music side, they give you the basics, they give you the t- t- the tools, and like okay, like have fun. Um, just like you know, just there's a lot you can do with both those programs. I uh, wish you could go with it.
0: It's just crazy how much effort they put into the title screen, where all these hidden things. And I'm sure there are a lot of people who, you know, didn't realize that these were things for a while, and they just went <laughs> into the game. So it's just, like, a bunch of people, like, missed that stuff. Um, and it's crazy how they put so much work into it and they hit it. Um, yeah, it just goes to show you, you know, like, how they really saw this game.
1: Right. So, uh, the painting program, let's talk about that first. Um, you basically have some preloaded, um, well, well by preloaded, I mean, like, you know, like, pre-built onto the uh, cartridge, um... Uh, stamps and patterns and pen uh, drawings and whatnot that you can uh, that you can use for inspiration. Uh, uh, yeah, Greg's speaking. Take two. Use for inspiration um, <laughs> or. or uh, or just like you know, like modify or tweak to your harsh contender, just use a, te- uh, just, to or just use a template uh, to go ahead and make your own stuff. As a matter of fact, Nintendo released their own players' guide uh, from Mario Paint shortly after the game came out that, that that had like numerous examples of like drawings in the book of classic Nintendo video game stuff and how you could actually like you know reproduce it but uh, reproduce it yourself like in the uh, like in the game. Uh, if you're a fan of the drawing program, that guides a must have because it's very, very helpful. Uh, that can help me to unlock some additional hidden potential, you might say, that the game has. So um, there are preloaded with the game 60 different textures and patterns, 75 stamps, 35, I'm sorry, 15 customizable stamps, and nine different special, like special eraser transitions effects. Yeah. But it happened between scenes.
0: Again, they put a lot of effort into this game.
1: Mm, oh yeah, definitely. I mean, like you can tell this is a labor of love. Oh um, yes. But yeah, just uh, uh, you know, and of course, being Nintendo, it's very heavy on like Mario and Mario characters. But that's fine because like you know, this is really aimed toward kids. I think. I, I mean, they like I mean they really wanted to make this like kid friendly, but at the same. T- but at the same time, these tools and these tools and programs, at least for the time this game came out, were sophisticated enough that adults could have some fun, like you know, playing around with it also. Uh, like how much will improve their skills. Because basically, like I said, this is just kind of the concept version of like, you know, paint from uh, Microsoft, like in Windows.
0: Right, just with a few extra features. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So
0: I like how creative they want you to be with mm-hmm. this game.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, the graphics do a great job. They're not fancy, but they do the job very well. Yes, um, they're, they're very bright and colorful. Uh, a lot of different colors available to you. All the uh, you, have, you play, play the full palette of Super NES colors you to, to pick from.
0: It's very welcoming. Yes, um, because there's even you can basically even treat it as like a coloring book because there are um, because the, yeah preloaded uh, exactly. images you can edit and yep. color in and everything.
1: Yep, as one of my friends uh, back then kind of jokingly called, it, like little sister mode. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's it's very kid friendly, but then also, you know, if you plop it in front of an adult, they can create something, mm. um, you know, without it being like color a dinosaur right. or something.
1: And again, like I said, there were already programs programs like this uh, that were available for computers at the time. This was just the first time a program like this um, had, ever been, you know, had ever been made available on a console. Um, right. So it was probably a lot of people's first exposure. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, there are a number of current day de- designers and developers who kind of got their feet wet, like a Mario Paint, uh, playing around like of the um, the music and the graphical aspects of it, like what could be done, like and everything was like that. Um, so yeah, uh, the graphics the the graphics do a good job. Um, I wish the screen was a bit bigger, but that's really kind of my only like small nitpick complaint about it. Um, the, control, no. uh, the controls work very well. No problem there. So, um, you know, I used, um, I emulated the mouse, uh, like the, like the emulated player to play this, but using my actual PC mouse and everything seemed fine there. So, um, yeah, so no problems there. Uh, like very good. Um, let's talk about these, uh, so, let's talk about the music mode next,, um.
0: Ooh. yeah, so I don't know if you know this, but uh there's actually somebody out there who like recreated that for Windows, mm, so you can literally just load up an application, and oh, here's the Mario Paint music maker right like so. that's that's how you know that's how influential this music maker was for Mario Paint,
1: oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely oh, I think. Yeah. Probably the music maker got more use out of the paint, the paint side of it. Not the paint side was bad, not by any means, but maybe. I mean um, what you could
0: also do is use that music that you created and put it in your animation, which is right. a, an yep. awesome
1: feature. Yeah, what yeah, one important thing we haven't mentioned yet uh, uh, looks like is also the fact that you could also save your own like your own creations, your own yes. like you know, music uh, music and pictures like under the cart. Um the save's a bit slow. Um, but you know, considering the size, the size of what you're doing, like, in, um, and the, and the memory constraints of the time period, it's not bad. It's certainly like bearable. But um, yeah, so once again, they give you the tools to like, the, the the tools to kind of like get you to get you going, start you off. Um, you have, for example. I think it's like three tunes available to you to start with to play around with. Uh, one of them is the classic like Mario theme. Um, it's very kind of fun, just like in you know, like just poking around that theme and being like, okay, okay, what happens if I play this sound or this sound or what happens if I do this to it, or what happens if I change that part? So just kind of like you know that's it you know that's ha- having a theme that almost everybody knows and just having just like, okay, here we go, have fun. you know, giving the tools to mess around with it and just seeing like what you can uh, mess and mess around with it and what you can do and uh, do with it. It was a great place to get. You, She was was a great place to get your feet wet and kind of get um, get comfortable and used to the program um, and all the amazing things that I could do. Yeah. And believe me, there have been some amazing stuff done with this.
0: Oh uh, yeah, the internet. The internet. Good thing it's a thing because <laughs> you could see all these creations that people have made in Mario Paint, and it's just like, wow! Like, like, where did you get the time to do all of this?
1: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. If you folks are good boys and girls, maybe George will be kind enough to stick a couple of his like favorite songs up uh, like in here for you folks, but uh, like no promises. <laughs> um but yeah there's some there's some incredible stuff on youtube and, and youtube and it's like i am not worthy how did that Like how the hell did you should actually do this but uh there are podcast. there's one pod- there's one podcast i know of that uses like a mario paint creation like for like opening song bit uh probably others out there too I'm um, sure. yeah and uh There have been, yeah, on YouTube, you can find Mario Paint done renditions of, like, classical music, rock songs, video game (laughs) music. (laughs) Um, Like, it is insane. It's, like, you know, because it's not really that, I mean, it's sophisticated, but it's also not sophisticated. You have about 15 instruments to work with, basically. And the Super NES tries to emulate those those instruments as best best it can. Some of it doesn't. Uh, someone does a better job than others um and you have to learn like you know like what object represents like what sound uh so the guy like, the guy's rectum manual is like very helpful to start with until you figure out like what does what
0: you call uh, them instruments but some of them are like cars and planes and yep, dogs and yep, cats yep, yep. and it's yep. like could you <laughs> it's kind of funny to think that a cat would be an instrument <laughs> but, well you can play it like yeah. one I suppose but <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to try <laughs> <laughs> um, um. Yeah. Uh. On on top of that, um, you can't do sustain notes, which is a limitation. True. But uh eh, well, you, you know, it's it's still it's still there and it's still a thing and it works well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, I don't like that's not really a complaint. That's just you know a limitation brought up. Yep. So uh, one of the
1: most one of the most impressive. Ra- the impressive jobs I ever saw probably was, like, you know, somebody somebody, somebody painstakingly recreated uh, the entire uh, Final Fantasy VI Dancing Mad uh, song. Oh, jeez. Like, using Mario Paint, which is, like, a 20-minute, like, you know, like, full-scale orchestra piece, like an orchestra piece like in the original game. The Mario Paint version sounds pretty pretty darn good. <laughs> <laughs> Again, where are these people getting time to do this? Yeah, I know. It just it, I know. It's just, like, totally... Totally mind blowing, to some of the stuff that's out there yes. for it. So because you know this is still, this is still, this is still being used, and, like being used and loved today. So like, even all, the, uh, so like 25 years later, so that kind of goes, goes, goes to show up, like how popular that it was. So um, and finally to kind of make it a game per se, there is a, the, uh, there is a mini game included, to, uh, including, the, uh, to include like this pack uh, that's called a net attack. Um, the manual says this is designed to get people experience and familiarity with using a mouse. To which I'm just going like, huh? Because I know, right? That's it, that's very odd. Because you know, I know. Well, well, uh, well. If this had happened in the 80s, I mean, uh, that would have made perfect sense. Because, like, you know, um, so if anybody out there, you know, everyone wants a good laugh. Check out one of those, like, you know, like PBS slash Entertainment slash. Uh, learning programs done on computers, like in the eighties. Oh man! <laughs> so because they explain everything to the viewer. They're like, okay, this is called a monitor. This is called a keyboard. This is called a mouse. Um, it's like you know these, and, and and so they're trying to familiarize people who, to be fair, had never used a computer before in their life, but, you know, up to that point. Oh yeah. Um, they're trying to familiarize uh, the, the, uh, the both the users and the viewers with these with these concepts and things that, of course, now now we take for granted to ge- your generation later. So it's like, but by, by, by 1992, computers were becoming pretty common. I, I don't know how many people didn't have any exposure to a mouse at that point either because of work or, like, or because of school. So it's like, you know, I don't really I don't know how many people's first time exposure to a mouse like would have Mario Paint. There probably were a few, but I can't see that many. I mean, I mean,
0: computers were different back then. You sure. know? not Not right. everyone had one and it's like, it was it was understandable that not everyone had a computer, whereas today it's just like you need a computer to do almost anything. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you're not you're not gonna call you're not gonna call up Amazon and ask for you know, oh I wanna you know, buy buy a bunch of pencils or something. No, like <laughs> you need to go online.
1: Right. <laughs> um But it does kinda give you like a good like, you know, practice uh, Practicing familiarity, like the mouse, the controls handle very well. Like in this game, um, I thought um, it's pretty simple. All it is, it's a pretty simple game. Like all it is, just like you are controlling a gloved hand uh, that's holding a fly you sw- uh, holding fly swatter, and you have to swat the insects, and the, the insects coming down to the screen uh, before those insects uh, like sting your hand um so there's three levels each level has 100 each level has 100 has 100 insects like you now a boss fight at the end which is pretty cool um and when you beat the last boss it takes you back to level 1 um so there's no and it just keeps looping for as long as you want to play it you'd be um,
0: crazy if you wanted to play it for a long time
1: well I mean it's it's fun in short burst I mean, I, I mean it's not terrible yeah, it's, it's not, not too bad right I mean level 3 is very very hard <laughs> Uh, because those things coming down at you fast and furiously, like, at that level, you're like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah, your mouse better be in good working order, of, yeah, yeah. order like, if you're able to, to finish that level.
0: Your hand better be in good working order. Yeah. Might right. kill it on level two. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, but the addition of boss fight like, which level was like, pretty cool. So, I kind of like that.
0: Yeah, just making big, like, weird robot insects.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: Uh, <laughs> so, I, I uh, wouldn't get a fly swatter to attack some of those things. I'd get a gun. oh man. <laughs> uh, the
1: music yeah the music that plays during each of the uh, levels of Night attack is pretty good too I thought. Um, you know very good Mario uh, s- uh songs there. Uh, the whole soundtrack of, like this games quite good actually.
0: Yeah um, there's multiple songs mm-hmm. yep. in the uh, background that I and I, I like them. Um, I like the first one, I like the third one. The second one's eh
1: I believe you have the ability to be able to change and modify all the songs, too. I think they're uh, all... I don't think so. Hmm. I know there's some you can do and some you can't. I thought you could do all the songs and you can't. i I'm maybe thinking have a later game. But
0: maybe. Uh, I, do, I um, don't... I don't remember finding a way to edit those the background
1: music there. Hmm. Okay. Because... Uh, uh, because there are later games uh, like in this series, just that most people don't know about it because know about it because none of those games got released. So like Second, got outside of Japan. Um, I,
0: I didn't even know that. So yeah. you you are informing me <laughs> here.
1: Um, you've heard of the I I f- you've heard of the um, uh, the uh broadcast service, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. There was a there was a uh, upgrade there was a, there, there was an upgraded version of this game released for that uh, back in '97 uh, like a Mario Paint BS edition. Uh, the main dish the main the, the main addition to that was allowed you to be able to use the standard Super controller to like, uh, 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 control the game as opposed to the mouse. Oh okay. So um, there was a sequel to the development, Nintendo uh, titled Mario Paint 64 that was to come out. Uh, Nintendo had a kin as being one of the launch games. For the 64DD. Oh, uh,
0: I've heard about this. Yes. Yes.
1: So real short here because it's not uh, because uh, because there's because there's because there's supposedly a, 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 a 64 podcast coming. So I don't want to burn on the bridges uh, right now for those guys. But uh, real quick, the DD was supposed to be stands for disk drive. It's like an add-on for the it, it add-on to the 64 that allows extra memory and extra storage. And the games that are come on these uh, very similar to like you know zip disks. Like remember, uh. you remember? Do you like what a zip disk looks like? So, <laughs> Those uh, things are terrible. Yeah. So um, the project the project ran into numerous delays. Got uh, got pushed back again and again and again. It was supposed to be out with the 64 and on 96. It didn't actually get released until 99. Um, because of that, Nintendo kept it in Japan only. Uh, there are only ten games that came out for the sixty-four DD, and four of them are Mario Paint games. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, which is crazy. It's like you know, forty percent, forty percent of the DD's library is Mario Paint games. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, yeah, there was Mario Artist Paint, uh, Paint Studio was one of the games, um, and there was like three other ones that were kind of like a different versions of that. We could do, do, Uh, so we do do, do different things with it so um, yeah the other the other six games that came out for the 64 uh, DD was kind of uh, the launch game was like a kind of like a um, a bunch of mini games like all put them together like a one that was the launch game Uh, there were two Dorp and the Giant uh, games that came out to the system Uh, and what people considered to be the three best games for the system there was a uh, a golf game it was a um, a upgraded version of F Zero that came out for it. Oh, that's and, right. And there's also an upgraded version of SimCity. So yeah, those three games are going to be kind of the uh, the cream of the crop as far as 64DD goes for people who are interested in it.
0: It's a shame that F Zero isn't around really anymore.
1: Yeah, we've talked about that before in a past episode, but uh, hopefully the franchise will come back at some point. Uh,
0: just just to bring this up, not to talk about modern stuff, but the Nintendo Switch actually has. Um, some kind of independent F Zero esque uh, game. Oh, cool! Yeah, it looks awesome, and I really want it. <laughs>
1: um, and oh, yeah! And again, then again, speaking about modern games, you, could, um, I, I'm certain, I'm certain that one reason Nintendo uh, released released this game was because of the success of Mario Paint. Um, you could consider uh, Super Mario Maker to be a spiritual sequel, uh, you know, like Mario Paint, because okay, the be ability to do- to create Mario stuff. So, like, you know, Mario levels and that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, I'm convinced Nintendo wouldn't have released that. Like, Mario Paint had done as well as it had. Because, you know, Mario Paint still very much loved him to love today.
0: I, I, you know, I never really thought of it that way, but that's... That sounds
1: about right. Wow. And this game did get, like, praise to the high heavens, like, when it came out originally back in 92. Oh, I'm sure it did. But, you know, like, you know, like, uh, five out of five stars, 85%. Um 85.
0: Yeah. Hold on, that's a low review. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well it's also IGN. They also Oh it's, it's, yeah, it's they're a, also notorious a... like, about being being very hard on stuff. Yes. But yeah, yeah. they um but twenty fourteen they did a ranking about the top uh they came up with a ranking of top hundred twenty five uh games of all time. And Mario Paint ranked a, and Mario, Mario Paint came in like one oh five on that list.
0: Oh, okay. Well, so, at least it was on
1: the list. Yeah, I mean, like pretty good. So, um, so yeah, I mean, like this game brewery. So yeah, so this game brewery, brewery could be considered kind of the forefather of all the uh, of all the creation software that's currently available on both consoles. Consoles, you console computers, especially the indie markets. Yeah. Um. So I mean, a lot of people probably cut their teeth on trying to, um, you know, on, on figuring out how much fun and how much creativity could be could actually be inspired and done by mario paint so
0: yeah uh, i feel like this might have created a path for other games they might not be necessarily um like paint programs but you know mm, like rpg makers and stuff on playstation 2 and like stuff like that i feel like that might have you know created a pathway for some kind of creation suite on a console
1: sure right um so one other thing I found on here doing research, playing like, you know, doing research, that's pretty cool. Um, the game primarily only uses the left the left mouse button, like on the mouse. Um, but there is a way to unlock the right button to also use that if you want to. Uh, to do that, you view the cr- credits uh, by first clicking on the N on Mario Paint, like uh, Mario Paint, like the title screen. And what's up? Uh, when the programmer uh, appears, hold hold the right mouse button down and click on the N again. to then again like the left mouse button uh, to unlock use the right mouse button like to like reboot the game
0: oh so like uh, left handed mode
1: yeah so um, yeah the buttons are used simultaneously uh, I'm sorry like interchangeably um, as far as I know so it just, so, it, so it just gives you the option of using like either button for it
0: uh, so. right mouse button sometimes had a few different uh, things I mean you know uh, like in certain menus it would you right. know just be the uh, back button
1: Okay. Yeah. But
0: right. um, yeah, I think you're right on that.
1: Yeah. So as I said before, the game did come with the mouse. Uh, here's the mouse. The mouse is nothing special to look at. It's just a basic, your basic like you know like typical early 90s mouse design squares two buttons uh gray small S- small mouse it yep. is small it also came with a mouse pad so you a mouse pad so you don't have a complete set unless you have the mouse pad
0: i wish i had the mouse pad i do mm-hmm. not have it
1: so it just um it's just a very typical typical mouse pad again in the time period the only thing that's differentiated like it has the word Nintendo stamped on the bottom left corner yep So, um, so, and George actually has a mouse. Um, I do. So, so tell us your experiences, like, about using the mouse, like, in this game. Was it easy? Did you have any problems? Oh,
0: boy. Um, it's a ball mouse, which is obvious. You know, optical mouses weren't really a thing back then, or they were very rare, I should say. Right. Um, and expensive to, to make. Um, jeez. Going back to a ball mouse is crazy. Because all I use is optical mouses now. That's all we have. We don't, you know... You get a ball mouse, that's just like a trackball mouse. You know, you you move it with your thumb or whatever. Like, it's crazy to go back to this, but, you know, you have those problems of, you know, all that gunk getting stuck on the ball and then it gets stuck on the, like, connecting rods that, like, help, you know, uh... You know, translate the ball's movement into the mouse, you know, and then onto the game. Um, all that gunk gets built up, um, it's slower, and just, uh, the tiny mouse, is it's really hard to use it because it's just, I'm so used to, you know, since I have big hands and I also, you know, I use big mice for computers and everything, going to that was crazy, and the, the buttons, the buttons have dimples on them? Interesting. and that just uh, yeah it has like indents in them and it just feels weird to use it um it's just so like like if you took this and put it out today like people would have so many complaints with it but, <laughs> but as like a mouse for a console you know hey you know i'm sure they didn't want to make a huge mouse because they wanted to save up on costs and everything on manufacturing them sure um but it it works. It works fine, you know, sometimes it misses the tracking because the ball's like slipping on the gunk inside the mouse or 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 the ball gets stuck a little bit because of said gunk. It's um it's it's really a trip to the past though. Uh because that's that's how mice were back then. Um You have to you had to clean the insides of them. And uh, if you didn't, the tracking would would go off and everything. Ugh. But um, it was it was interesting to use. Um, geez, I, you know what else? What else can you say about the mouse?
1: Well, it's kind of hard to separate yourself from then versus now because I think if you'd use this mouse back in '92, like you'd have been like right at home with it because it was very typical for I'm the mice sure. time period.
0: Yeah, except for the fact that it was it it is actually a little bit smaller than like a standard mouse at that time.
1: Well, well, the mice they but like the Macs are pretty small too. So
0: I I wouldn't know. I have yeah. never used a Mac from a while ago.
1: Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The mouse is uh, for the longest time the, the mice on Apple products were always like smaller. So
0: oh, I would have hated that then. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and, and on top of that, like the the buttons on the. Uh, SNES mouse are rectangular and, and somewhat small, so it just like for me it does not feel like a normal mouse because the buttons aren't, you know, the like the f- you you don't really have leniency with where you can push down on it too much.
1: Okay. Uh, assuming assuming it was working correctly, uh, how did the mouse operate? Actually, with like a Mario Paint, was it fine? Yeah, it was it was fine. Okay. I mean, you
0: have to clean it out, but <laughs> I had to clean it out, you know. But, um, yeah, no, it, it works fine. I mean, it's not, it's a quality product, is is the answer there. It's a quality product. Um, and it, it still works, and it was fun to use it. Um, just, just the size was the problem. Um, yeah. But, like I said, it, it worked fine.
1: I also found out doing research on this that the that the uh, that uh, that the Mario Paint game, the first Mario Paint game that came out for the 64DD uh, uh, in Japan, also came with a mouse. Uh, oh. That was the uh, that was the N64 mouse, which also got released in Japan only. Uh, again, again, it looks very typical of mouse from the late 90s, kind of stylish and white and kind of long in shape. So uh, definitely looked like more comfortable.
0: That's a computer mouse.
1: Yeah. Right. From that time. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Definitely looks like more comfortable to use though. Oh yeah, Uh, yeah. I would think this mouse would kind of become a little bit awkward, uh, like awkward and painful in your hand after a while, uh, because of the shape.
0: It wasn't painful. It was just weird. Right. Yeah.
1: But uh, yeah. So, um, but you know, like I said, the mouse does use the mouse does have support in a number of other games. Like, uh, like for example, like George used it earlier when we covered like an Arcanoid, because that game does have mouse support. Um, and, and,
0: and, that was actually five minutes before the podcast because you because <laughs> I didn't know and then you said oh yeah it has mouse support I was like wait what <laughs> and I had to go try it for you know like two minutes
1: <laughs> right so yeah there's actually like forty or so games that came out in North America that actually like, use the mouse so which um, is a,
0: a lot you yeah. know compared to other consoles
1: right um, yeah, was-
0: especially like something like the 3DO where there's only maybe like. Two or three, maybe four tops.
1: Yeah, and I use about, the mouse? <laughs> the, yeah, the Genesis yeah, the Genesis mouse like has the same problem. It's like about like, two I, or three games, that's it.
0: I didn't know there was a Genesis mouse.
1: Yep, that's how oh, that's okay. that's how little got used. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, but um, so yeah, so um anyway, um if you've not played Mario Paint in the past, I certainly think there's still enough here to make it worthwhile for somebody picking up the first time and like the first time now. Um, at least to get going on, going on it. This I could see Mario Paint being a very good uh, baby step uh, to kind of, to, to, to kind of, to, to kind of getting experience and familiarity with creation software before you go off to some of the more sophisticated stuff available on Steam and other the, uh, the other places these days.
0: Oh jeez, the stuff on Steam! <laughs> 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 that whole software suite you could buy on Steam, insane.
1: Yes, it is. So. <laughs> but but I think Mario Paint's a good. Uh, Mario Paint is still good for like it's no good place to cut your teeth on that kind of stuff oh yeah because um and if I had to go and drop the 200 bucks or so the, the stuff the, the show usually goes for <laughs> <laughs> yep but um yeah, so, um, you know, like I said, the paint, the, the paint program is still used a little bit today. The music, the music program, the program, but you still get the bread and butter, uh, like, uh, like they love today. So, because there's still, it's always, there's always new, there's, you know, there's always, like, new stuff, like, being uh, created and post, like, every month, it seems like. So, it's not too late to jump into, so, so, like, it's definitely not too late to jump into that uh, scene if you want to.
0: Hey, I mean, like, I feel like everybody should try Mario Paint for at least 5-10 minutes, mm. and and understand what it is and see what kind of impact it can make on somebody, you know?
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, like it was definitely a great program like when it came out, and, and oh, definitely yeah. and definitely was different. Um, certainly was. Uh, I guess you'd call it like half, like half, uh, you know, half educational, like half entertainment. But yes, I,
0: guess. I uh, mean. Um, I, I, like, you know, even to this day, I feel like you could grab a friend or two and just hang out and play Mario Paint and just screw around and, and have fun because it's about, you know, if if you're a creative person, um, it could be pretty fun just making up stupid songs or, you know, making a stupid picture in the paint thing or making some kind of animation. Right. You know. Friends, friends make video games better. (laughs)
1: yes absolutely so um anyway um i think that's about everything i have to say about it it's still worth um a great program when it came out still worth playing today um i agree you you know definitely like very pick up and play and easy to figure out so the manual helps but it's not critical uh like i said though anybody who's really hardcore about it that uh you get know, a player's guide. The, the player's guide that Nintendo published to, to go along with this is very helpful because it gives you a whole bunch of additional, additional diagrams and stuff you can use for it. I so. just
0: find it weird that there was a guide for Mario Paint.
1: Oh yeah, I mean like, yeah, y- yep. The, the games, the games that deep. So I mean, there's enough, there's nothing to do with it to do that. Uh, Nintendo Power they even had like stamps uh, like for a while in several issues that you could like you know reproduce. Uh, y- 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 reproduce like use like Mario paint yeah but uh, um, the only' um, uh, the, 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 really the only drawback is that, uh, drawback is that you know um, you can also make some simple some simple looping animations as well like um, using um, by using the paint side yes. but, the only, uh, but the only way to really say that stuff was to use like like VCR VCR, which is what the manual suggested that you do. Um, or just like grab a phone these days like record it that way
0: use a VCR
1: that's what the manual recommended you do recommended you do yep
0: boy that just really takes me back (laughs) it's like oh you want you want to capture gameplay footage use a VCR like oh man I did that
1: yeah I did did that all the time back in the NES Super NES days but you know do you still have your tapes (laughs) maybe somewhere in storage if they haven't degraded over the years it's possible it's possible. But I'd have to go digging because I—it's probably downstairs in the basement, and a whole bunch of like st- storage and crap and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah. But it was very good for gameplay because you like you know uh, because like oftentimes, especially in action games, things are so busy you really couldn't see everything going on going on at once so recording your gameplay and then watching later on you'd be like oh, okay that's what's going on so yeah uh, and and you also like you know to your friend you beat a game or whatnot so um yeah i used to record a whole bunch of stuff
0: all right that was like a, that was like your cell phone at the time it's just hey you know look at this tape i did beat this game <laughs> oh man right.
1: so so anyway um Pricing of this game is a bit different than how we usually do pricing because the fact that the game did originally like because the fact the game as I said did come with a mouse yes. and yet and, um, and to be considered CIB it has to include both the mouse I uh, both the mouse and the mouse pad um if you want the game by itself. Uh, cart prices can be had pretty cheap. Just remember,
0: uh, you do need the mouse to play this. Yes.
1: yes. Um, yep. Yeah. So, but if, um, but if you just want the cart, the cart itself, cart prices can range here, cart prices can range anywhere from $3 to $3.25. To to, um, uh, like all the other way up to, uh, like all the other way up to, the other way up to like $26. Wow. Um, the, um, the, um most prices include like shipping. Um. Plenty of copies available 348 copies currently currently selling 369 copies the copies that I recently sold so a whole bunch of selections and modes um there are quite a few people selling selling the cart with the mouse Um, the mouse only like no box no mouse pad no instruction manual just the cart like in the mouse yeah. Most prices range anywhere from like 25 to 35 dollars
0: I spent 30 on mine mm, okay and I was happy about that
1: CIB prices can vary wildly they you uh, they they range even from thirty two dollars and fifty cents all the, all the way up to like 282 dollars.
0: Wow, I was gonna say that's not too bad, and then you hit me with the eighty two, and I was like, <gasps> I was gasping for air. I was like, whoa, that's, a, and, that's wow. Okay. Were,
1: yep, yeah, because you know this is yeah because this is a popular game, and like I said, you, have, I mean, like I said, you really need the mouse to the, the, the mouse to get the full support for it. So yes, um, there was even two, there uh, there were even two sealed copies of the game that sold recently. Uh, one for one twenty eight. Uh, I'm one for 250. Wow. So. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. So, so yeah, plenty of copies out there for you. Uh, oh, depending, yeah. So depending upon what you need or what you don't have available, um, you know, because I'm sure, you, uh, I'm sure, I, 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 yeah, because I'm sure there's probably like some, uh, I'm sure, I, I'm sure you probably could find like an old beat up Super NES mouse hanging around a thrift store or Salvation Army, mislabeled as a computer mouse. Uh, like ones like you know garbage junk bins that they have that they have located there. So, uh,
0: you might even like even on eBay, you might be able to just buy them separately and get it for
1: cheaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm well, not sure how much the the mouse goes for. I didn't see any listings from uh, listings like the mice by themselves, unless they were like mislabeled, uh, mislabeled and, and put off somewhere else on eBay. Maybe uh, I don't know. Uh, the most common package was the mouse. Uh, the most common package, uh, pa- 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 package like, was the mouse and the cart. To, uh, you together. So. Yeah. Yeah. But they. Uh, so anyway. Um, I'm not sure I have anything else to say about this. Uh, definitely a, a, a very fun program. Pioneering for its time. Still fun to play with today. Um, you know, Yeah, definitely. If you have interest at all in, in, uh, like in paint or music, definitely check it out.
0: Yeah, I, su- I suggest everybody plays it.
1: Yep, so. And uh, and uh, heck, it, so heck, even like in that attack, you'll be, be amused for like about ten minutes. So. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: That, that sounds about right. Ten <laughs> minutes. You know, like get used to,
1: yeah, good practice... Yeah, good practice for getting used to that strange mouse. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so anyway, um, thank you again for recommending that we cover this game, George. It was fun, but, oh, uh, yeah. um, I'm sure other people, there, there there, are there are many other podcasts out there that talked about Mario Paint and its role in creation software and creation software, um, in general. I highly recommend checking them out if you want to hear uh, like more information on it. And, um, check out, definitely check out some of the amazing stuff that people have done with this, uh, um, you know pick uh, you know, separately music uh, uh, creations on YouTube so um
0: <laughs> yeah people are crazy
1: <laughs> crazy good <laughs> you mean <laughs> uh, yeah yeah but um, so anyway next time we were keeping this, next time in the podcast we are keeping the special this special episodes rolling like rolling right along um we're very pleased to announce we're having another guest host and a guest host for this episode. We're being joined once again by the, like by the one, the only, uh, the amazing Ferg. Yeah. Uh, like from the Flag like game by game podcast and stuff. Other like podcasts. We're going to be covering in that, covering with his help in that episode, um, board game conversions to the Super NES. Um, Parker Brothers converted three of its most popular board games to the system uh, Battleship, Monopoly and Clue and we're going to and we're, and we're be looking at how those conversions uh, fared alright so and that's it for this episode you can uh, please contact us on like, our Facebook page we definitely appreciate like, getting uh, uh, likes or support or posts you want to do or posts you want to do on there uh, you can also email me directly if you have any questions, comments, uh, game suggestions, etc., at the podcast at yahoo.com uh, We are a proud member of both the Throwback Network and or, Throwback Network and Retro Junkies. We can check, check out check out dozens of other virtual themed uh, podcasts, both gaming, and non gaming related, all all, all the stuff family friendly. Uh, also, uh, also check us out on iTunes. We appreciate like any kind of feedback, reviews that you, or, or reviews that you have on there. And George, uh, what the podcasts do we and you yourself do?
0: Well, uh, we do PlayStation Power, where we cover PlayStation and PlayStation 2 games. Um, that's a lot of fun. Not family-friendly. Uh, I, I also do Master System Masterpieces, where we uh, cover Master System games. Uh, that is family-friendly. That doesn't come out too often, uh, sadly enough. And then I also do another podcast called the Box Fort, which is super not family friendly. <laughs> um, and Greg was on there once. Yes. On top of that, uh, you can find me on Twitter. You look up at Mister Chief as at M I S T U R C H E E F, and I think that's about it.
1: Well, that's enough.
0: <laughs> it's enough. That's enough of me.
1: No, uh, no, that's enough. Podcasts like one person to do. But oh, because, okay. Uh, you know, unless you're Willy, because he's like insane. But uh, yeah, Willie does great work. But how he managed to juggle you, you? But how he manages to juggle like all this podcast is beyond me. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, so thank you once again for checking out this podcast and for tuning into uh, tuning in with us. So, that, so we very much appreciate it. Um, and we will come at you again soon. Uh, so in the meantime, like, go create something. Bye. Take care, all.